0: I'm Angela Ross, and this is SoCal Voices. As a teenager, Rosalind Carter gave birth to a baby girl who was soon adopted by another family. Both the baby and Rosalind went on to live fulfilling lives apart from one another. Then, many years later, they reconnected. And these days, the two women host a new podcast, I Found Her, which chronicles their special journey and serves as inspiration to many. Rosalind Carter, welcome to SoCal Voices.
1: Thank you, Angela. It's so good to see you again, my friend.
0: Oh, it's good to see you too. I want to start from really, really way back. If you could share what was going on in your life uh, when you learned that you were pregnant uh, as a teenager and, and some of the decisions that came after that.
1: Oh, yes. It's very touching. And sometimes it still makes us both very emotional. But when I learned that I was pregnant, my parents were disappointed in me. And so they told me I had to give up my child for adoption. So I was sent away to a home for unwed mothers. And being only 16, naturally, you feel like you want to do what your parents ask you to do. And they said that I was too young to raise a child and that I needed to finish high school. So I went away to this home for unwed mothers and it was a nice place. It was like a dorm and it had a chapel, a school where we learned birth classes and um, some of the the things that nervous teenagers need to know about what they've gotten themselves into, if you will. So after giving birth and giving my daughter for adoption, she was always in my mind and in my heart. And I gave her a name so that I could track her. Mm. And then 36 years later, she found me, she sent me a letter and asked me to take her back into her life and was glad that I chose life versus other options that, you know, I I don't even know if abortion was legal at the time, I doubt it, Mm -hmm. it was in 1970. So with her gratitude and outreach to me, I knew that she had been thinking long and hard about a reunion. Hmm. And man, when that reunion happened, I tell you, I'm gonna tell you this briefly. Mm -hmm. The letter that I received, we then planned to meet in person for the first time. And when I pulled up at her parents' home, Fortunately, in Southern California, (laughs) because we were not far from each other. Wow. And all of a sudden, everything went into slow motion. I was shaking. And my husband was saying things like, You're okay, you're going to be okay. This is the day you've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. And when I approached the door, her dad greeted me with a smile. I saw her husband. And in that slow motion of panning through the living room, I saw her adorable mom. And then I saw Taya. Mm -hmm. And she looked like a little baby learning how to walk. And as we approached each other, it was still in slow motion for me. And I was able to hold her for the first time in my life. We cried, we embraced, it felt like forever. And as we rocked in each other's arms, suddenly we started smiling and laughing Mm. and said, the wait is over. The fears of rejection is over and now We are reunited with love and joy.
0: That is so beautiful, Roz. That is amazing. You know, and and so often we hear um, these stories of of reunification don't always go the way we have in our minds, right? Uh, Maybe one side is a little more open to um, the reunion. The other side is less so. Um, some people, they, when you got the letter, if some people get the letter, they don't even respond. I mean, so this is, this is really a beautiful thing. It sounds like it's something you both really were craving and that you wanted. I want to talk a little bit about, um, the family that raised Taya. Um, uh, they seemed too to be very supportive of this. Uh, how, how mm-hmm. did that come about? On for her on, on that side, because uh, I think that plays an important role in, in her feeling supported reaching out for you.
1: Oh yes. You know, Taya has mentioned that when she was growing up, she used to have people tell her, you don't look like your parents. Hmm. So when she approached her parents, they said things like, Oh, don't you see you have your dad's eyes? So she believed that and then when she was nine, she was officially told she was adopted and it really shook her. She said it changed her foundation Hmm. like she didn't have the she used book as an example that she didn't have an introduction or the first few chapters of her book Hmm. and turns out her parents were really caring and loving with her they supported her and even when they told her at the age of nine that she was adopted her dad told me that well let's go look for her wow. <laughs> And he, he <laughs> said he would take her for drives and as if he knew what I looked like mm-hmm. and Mm -hmm. She would know, oh, there's my mom. It was like they just nurtured her as best as they could. As a matter of fact, they were a bit older. Mm -hmm. And turns out that they were near the age of my parents. Ah. So then she realized, oh, my parents are near the same age as my grandparents. Mm -hmm. So my parents were very excited that Taya found me there's Mm -hmm. lots of stories that we'll be telling in our podcast Mm -hmm. I found her Mm -hmm. she mentioned the movie Antoine Fisher that charged her to want to consider it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but what Antoine went through in that movie was frightening almost if you've seen that movie Mm -hmm. and then she saw a documentary by DMC of Run DMC. Mm -hmm. And it triggered her saying, maybe it's possible I can find my birth mom. And the lady who helped her did find me by way of the recording number on my birth, on the birth certificate, the original one. Mm -hmm. And so when she contacted Tay and said, I found her. Taya said she started shaking and saying, I can't believe this. Am I ready? And so she wrote a letter versus calling me because she right. was given my phone an address.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and address. She, and she said she had to sit down and really think about what she wanted to put in that letter. But she said, I found you. Mm-hmm. And thank you for choosing life. Mm-hmm can we, will you accept me in your life? And I get choked up when I think about it because that request was full of passion, also fear, mm-hmm. because she didn't know if I would respond. I immediately responded. <laughs> but guess what? When I called her phone number it went into voicemail. Oh, <laughs> you were all ready, and then it was voicemail. I thought I was oh, ready man. and yeah. I was prepared, <laughs> and so I I proceeded to leave a message mm-hmm. where I said, "This is Rosalind. I'm your mother. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reaching out to me. And yes, 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 <laughs> I want you back in my life. Let's yes. talk." Mm -hmm. And when we finally talked again, we, you know, I was crying a lot in those days because it was very emotional for me because I couldn't believe it. God gave, God gave us a second chance Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to just hold her in my arms again and see her and talk to her and live a life with her. It was amazing. Angela, I, you know, I could, I'm starting to shake a little right now, because those decades of not having her and then having her back in my life was truly a miracle
0: hmm. it's It's such a beautiful story. I wonder roz is was there anything as as happy as you were, and as 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 much as your heart was filled with joy being with taya again. Was there any uh, apprehension on, on your part, at, even after you knew you all were together, you accepted uh, the reunion and all, or was it all just smooth sailing from
1: there? No, it was a difficult journey, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning, because we were still getting to know each other, feeling each other out, learning our characteristics. She wanted to find familiarity of herself in me. Mm -hmm. And I had since, over those decades, got married and had other children. Mm -hmm. So she needed to meet her siblings and her grandparents and my sisters and brothers and everyone. So the apprehension was, what is everyone going to think when I finally get to tell them? I was relieved. I was excited. I was ready to shout on a mountaintop. Yeah. I found her. She found me. We're together again. Mm-hmm. And my family, except for my parents, of course, and my older sister who knew, my children were like, we have a sister? Right.
0: That must have been pretty surprising for them.
1: <laughs> and my sisters and brothers were like, what? Wow. Are you kidding me? I remember because they were so young, yeah, I remember you weren't at home for a while, and then you were back, but we were never told why. I had to keep that a secret, Angela for thirty six years, so can you imagine the shock waves, the emotions, the apprehensions mm-hmm. of what now, yeah and We figured it out together. It was like, I didn't care about what other people thought anymore. Mm -hmm. I was over the shock from my family and how they felt because we rejoiced. They were excited. And it was an apprehension for Taya as well because who are these people that are my family now? how are we going to get along mix in at events and live a full life together? Yeah, we did it. And maybe it didn't take more than a few months, but we did have that feeling that you said about apprehension because Mm -hmm. Fear is still in you. Fear of rejection. I did not want to have any kind of arguments with anyone, and especially with Taya. I didn't want to ruin that second chance that God gave us, because this is going to be about us, and no one, absolutely no one, is going to change that. From rejection and fear to joy and love, that was our path.
0: It's a powerful bond, and uh, it is indeed a blessing that the two of you have that and that your families um, have embraced that and and trust it that is that is just magnificent i want to I want to get to the podcast you mentioned earlier that um taya had a couple of Of things that inspired her to pursue this. Mm -hmm. How did she convince you, or did she have to convince you, um, (laughs) to host your podcast uh, uh, together? How did you guys come to that?
1: It was kind of funny because both of us are Toastmasters. Right. (laughs) And in Toastmasters, the educational program is called Pathways. And there's a list of um, what do you call a, like a curriculum where we could choose electives from all kinds of things, and we found out that we were on the same path called visionary communication. And one of the electives was called "Create a Podcast." So I said, <laughs> "Oh my goodness! Because there, it is. <laughs> there was the word "podcast." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Do you think we could do this?" And so when we took our last trip uh, recently, we started discussing it in detail. And she said, I'm going to do some research because my husband does a podcast with his cigar company.
0: awesome, And
1: and he's a golfer. So Uh he had lots of episodes talking about cigars and golf and everything. I love it. And so she said, he can help me if I can't figure something out. But she's a smart girl. Mm -hmm. She figured out most of it with a little help from her husband. And then she told me, I think we could do this. Let's do it together. Not just because we're Toastmasters and we want to do this project, but because maybe it's time for us to talk about it. There's so many people that may be just like us who had a positive outcome like us or a not so positive. Mm -hmm. And you're right that there's stories of people who were rejected when they reached out, Mm -hmm. like in the movie, Antoine Fisher. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was ignored. It rejected. She couldn't look at him. Mm -hmm. This is his birth mom, right? But his birth dad's family embraced him, celebrated And they had a wonderful reunion. And it really helped him clear up all the questions and problems that he had growing up. Mm -hmm. And his therapist helped him with that. Mm -hmm. And Derek Luke and Denzel Washington, when I saw what Denzel was doing as Derek Luke's Antoine character, Mm -hmm. the therapist I said, Taya, this reminds me of you, of the young man searching for his family, his birth family, and you being his therapist, guiding him, asking questions, listening, supporting through his difficult memories. I said, so that movie really triggered both of us and it shook us. We had the ugly cry, like we called it, <laughs> because it's emotional. And yeah. you may have seen it, but I encourage mm-hmm. you to see it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because I'm looking at it through a different lens now. Yes. Definitely. Since our reunion. Mm-hmm. And I could see a pattern. I could see the joys and the sadness in that. And that's really like what started Taya on a journey to find me and then discussing Toastmasters, how we could do a podcast about it so that other people who experience the same thing can feel it and know that there is hope
0: and love. Yeah. I wonder, Roz, uh, since you have delved into this new role as, as part of your Toastmaster assignment, but also as part of Taya's Encouragement and saying, Hey, I think we can really do this. Um, What are you finding that you enjoy most about hosting a podcast? And what do you find the most challenging?
1: What we enjoy most, Angela, is reliving those memories of fear and concern and then joy, Mm -hmm. happiness, and living together. It's been 16 years since we reunited, since I got that letter from her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's the joy of doing a podcast together because we're mother and daughter. Yeah, We're a new duo on well, a the new twist. journey. <laughs> the twist, that's yeah. right. I love that. Yes. That's and great. then the, the downside, if you will, is like, what are we going to talk about? Will we get too emotional Mm. while we're talking? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Will we allow that or will we do our very best to not get too emotional and make our listeners cry? As hard as we cry, we've cried a river over the years. And so the challenge will be how to express our emotions And make an impact on people that need to hear our story Mm -hmm. and walk that journey with us. You know that song by um, the Four Tops? And it's called Still Waters Run Deep.
0: One of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. it
1: starts off saying, Walk with me. Walk with me. Take my hand. Mm -hmm. And that song resonates with me a lot since they have found me and since we started this podcast so I listen to it often and I feel that we're walking together we're holding hands and that other people will walk with us so that our podcast can be successful because of course we want that right just as you like with your podcast to be successful sure and anyone who starts a podcast it's coming up with other stories finding a way to keep it interesting and then making an impact on others because our story belongs in the heart of others as well
0: yes it there is no doubt in my mind that you all are touching a lot of lives and will touch a lot of people with with your podcast. Um, it is a real emotional journey. And, you know, I, I, I think about when you, when you say, are we going to be emotional and, 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 and cry, you, you know, that's going to happen. But I think that lends itself to, uh, the authenticity of what you and, and, uh, Taya are doing. And that's where it's oh. at. That's where it's at. I mean, that's, okay. what's going to resonate with people. Just be you. And what, whatever you're comfortable sharing, share that. Anything you don't want to share, you don't have to. But this right. is its truly from the heart. And uh, I think that's what really makes the difference and what really impacts people and helps them uh, find their path because of what they see you
1: and uh, Taya
0: doing. So Thank you, Angela, oh, for yes. saying
1: authenticity. Oh, yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard that word in a while. I believe that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And doing this podcast together is truly an authentic way of us expressing ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, tell folks where they can find I found her <laughs> and oh, where they can listen.
1: <laughs> thank you. Yes, I found her. Our new podcast with Taya and Roz can be found on Google Podcast and Spotify, and we post our episodes on the first and third Wednesday of each month. So tune in, listen, subscribe, send us your comments and questions. We'd love to hear from all of you.
0: Wonderful. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you'll hear hear from lots of folks because you all have such a compelling um, topic and it's so meaningful and so heartfelt. Roz, so delightful to chat with you today. Hey, I wish you. you and Taya every success with I found her. And most of all, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for just being so open and so so real and being willing to share uh, what you're doing uh, with your daughter and with your podcast. And I wish you every success with it. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you so much. You're such a blessing to me. I love you. Oh, thank you. And love you. back. May your, may your podcast continue to be successful and listen to, I found her next time you're in the mood for listening to another podcast. We are excited and we are preparing topics for future episodes so we believe it's going to be energizing and helpful for months and years to come
0: that's wonderful thank you Roz will do take care
1: take care you
0: I'm Angela Ross. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow SoCal Voices on social media at SoCal Voices and hop on over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. We love to hear from our listeners. So drop us a line at contact us at SoCalVoices.com.